<clears throat> okay, good evening everyone. We're continuing in our shiurim on Sefer Vayikra. Sefer Vayikra is generously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim, Umishbachta, Lilay Nishmas, Rabshlam, Eliezer, Rabbi Yaakov Zakheim, and Lilay Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas Tovi Halevi. Their Nishamais should have an aliyah, Ganeden, Tehe, Menu Chasam, they should be Melitari Sharim for their whole family. For simchas and nachas, good health, happiness, ad biyasko el tzedek. Tonight's shir is sponsored by Reb Eliezer Jacobowitz, his father Reb Shloima, then Reb Moshe Yehuda, on the occasion of his first yard site, his neshama shav and aliyah, the Omeil Tzioshar, for his whole family, for Besuras Toivos, Gezint, ad biyasko el tzedek. Tonight's year is also dedicated by Rabbi Aryeh Yankalevich as Rafur Shalema for all Chayle Yisrael and for the continued viability of Klal Yisrael, the Hatzlacha, and Eretz Yisrael. Okay, welcome everybody. Now we have some um, breaking announcements, amazing announcements. So if you came just to hear this, it's worthwhile. Baruch Hashem. The Haggadah was the Hatzalach Rabbah. So um, many people have asked, so what's next? Okay, so we're keeping up the pace, but now it's getting fast and furious. So if you want to be Mishtatev, um, you could join with us. The next Sefer, Be'ezus Hashem, this is a very, very daring and uh, late-breaking news. And we should have Siyata Deshmaya to get it out, but we're trying to put out El Akadameir Anini in English for Arts Girl. So it's going to be somewhat of an adaption and a translation of the Hebrew. Hopefully, we're shooting. Now, this coming week is going to be Rameer's yard site that most people think is his yard site. So that's when the announcement is. And we're hoping to put it out for the real yard site for Hanukkah, Habalein Olatayva. Also, very coming very soon, a sefer in Lashon HaKodesh on Chinuch Habanim. And then, Be'ezus Hashem, this is the first time we're announcing it. So, two svarim, you're here, you can mark it on your calendar. I was present in 2023 on Vav Iyar, Tavshin Gimel. Two svarim being announced tonight. Number one, El Akadamer Anini in English. And number two, Lag Ba'oymer in English for Art Scroll. Say it's going to come out in 10 days? Yeah, we're going to start now, and they're going to publish it tomorrow, and no, just joking. Be out for next Lag Ba'oymer. Tavshin Pei Dalet, okay? So Lagba Omer, Tavshin Pedalet. Now if anybody wants to take the name of the Rameir Sefer or the Chinach Habanam Sefer, it's yours for the taking. Okay? It's available. Um, what I want to let you know, very important, that the Sefer on Lagba Omer, I'm also accepting titles if you have a good name. Now the, the Rameir Sefer is not going to be a the and the the. Okay? It's not a the and the the Sefer. But the Lagba Omer Sefer is a the and the the. Maybe the fire and the faith. Maybe the fire and the soul. Those are the two top candidates. But if you come up with a title, if you're the one who provides the title to the Sefer and your title is accepted, you will receive a free copy of the Sefer after you pay for it. No, you will receive a free copy of the Sefer. You know what? Let's make that two 
Okay, Bli Neder, definitely one, maybe two copies of the Sefer. So, uh, by the way, that applies to any of those three Svarim. So Rafi thinks that he's going to come up with it just because he was the Purim Rav. That doesn't, just because you're a Purim Rav doesn't mean you're for sure going to come up with the title. Somebody else might be able to come up with the title. Rav Shmuel, maybe, you know, you'll have inspiration, you'll come up with a good title. Ah, uh, so somebody even told me. That, so David thinks um, he's the first person to tell me, but at, um, somebody already came out with a, a book, um, but it's a little different. The Souls on Fire. Souls on fire. No, The Soul and the, fi- the, the Fire and the Soul. And also, Elie Wiesel never had a best-selling book for Art Scroll. So, okay. Anyway, here we go. Lagba Oimer. So you want to know why we're starting Lagba Oimer so soon? Because we only have a year for the Sefer. So we got to start right away. We have a lot of shurim over the years, but um, this is going to be um, a very important treatment of the subject of Lag Well, Let's begin with the famous question of the Chassam Seifer. Chassam Seifer observed the fact that throughout history, many Jews have come to Eretz Yisrael and they've directed their attention to the north. And they've gone to Meron, they've gone to Tzfas, and the Chassam Soifer was not happy about that. Chassam Soifer said, and to forsake Yerushalayim, Jerusalem is like a jealous co-wife, where when one husband showers attention on one wife, what do you think the other wife thinks? She's such a good woman, she deserves it. I deserve to be neglected. No, she's jealous. She wants to wring the other lady's neck. Worse than that, on a good day she wants to wring her neck. So like a jealous co-wife, says Chassam Seifer, Yushalayim was jealous of all the attention Tzfas was getting. And Chassam Seifer says that the earthquakes in the 19th century that really shook and devastated the city of Tzfas was because of all the attention that the uh, city of Tzfas was getting and Yushalayim was jealous. And uh, the Chassam Seifer says, and then they go on to Meron, on Lagba Oimer, says Chassam Seifer, I would never go to Meron on Lagba Oimer. Leave me out of it. I wouldn't go. He says, I don't even understand why it's a yamtif. To make a yamtif? Did a miracle happen on Lagba Oimer? Do you know of a nest that happened on Lagba Oimer? Is, is Lagba Oimer mentioned in Shas? How many times in Shas does it talk about Lagba Oimer? How many Mesechtas in Shas are about Lagba Oimer? None. How many blot in Shas are about? How many times is Lagba Oimer mentioned in Shas, Gemara, Rashi, Toysvis. Zero. Not in Ta- Bavli. How many times in the Medrash, in the Sifra, Lag Boimer does not appear in the entirety of the Tarshabal Peh. And so it's not even Marumas. And the fact that we don't eulogize and we don't fast is just a minhag. And I don't even know why we don't eulogize and fast. I have no idea, says Chsam Sefer. The time of Gufala Yadana. I have no idea, not only why it's a yamtif, I don't even know why we don't say tachnon. What's amazing is, the Chassam Soifer was the one who didn't understand the significance of Lagba Oimer. Of the ten reasons we're going to learn for Lagba Oimer, at least half of them will come from the Chassam Soifer. Okay? So even though the Chassam Soifer is the one who says, the time of Gufala Yadana, most of the reasoning and rationale of Lagba Oimer is provided by the Chassam Soifer, and I didn't even put on the sheets all of the reasons the Chassam Seifer gave. So let's begin with the first one. Last, 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 
So Rabbi Adler is saying, well, last week it said you have to wait 33 days if you have a boy. So what does that have to do with Lag Boimer? Lag. Okay. There's also a kid. Yeah, exactly. That's what, you know, that's, that's as good as you're going to get, right? But, but we're actually going to use that. So hold on to that. Let's talk about the, the reason that most of us are familiar with. The Gemara says in Yavamas that Rabbi Kiva had 12,000 pairs of Talmidim. They stretched from Gavas to Antiparas. They all died in one period of time. And the world was desolate until Rabbi Kiva came to the rabbis in the south and he taught them. Who were they? I have a mnemonic. The mnemonic is Meisha. Mem Yud Yud Shin Aleph. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yoisi, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Lazar. And they were the ones who restored the Torah. Says the Gemara, they all died from Pesach until Shavuot. So I know you're thinking, oh, they stopped dying on Lag Boimer, really. The Gemara says they died from Pesach till Shavuot. So where does it come from that they died till Lag Boimer? Not the Gemara. And the Gemara says that they all died a very uh, terrible death. What was the death? Askara, which is the contraction of the windpipe. They basically uh, asphyxiated to death. Comes Meiri. And the Me'iri says, even though the Gemara says they died from Pesach till Shavuos, we have a tradition from the Ga'oinim, not from Shas, they stopped dying on Lag Ba'oimer. And therefore we don't fast on Lag Ba'oimer because they stopped dying on Lag Ba'oimer. Now the question is, did they die 32 days and then they stopped? Or did they die throughout and they just didn't die on Lag Ba'oimer? We know there are two different spheroids. Actually, the Maril has a completely different interpretation. The Maril says they died every single day, including Lag Ba'imah. Says the Maril, if you take the 49 days of Svira and you remove the days that you don't say Tachnon, so you take out seven Shabbosos and the seven days of Pesach and three days Rosh Chodesh, you're left with 32 days. They only died on days that they don't say Tachna. On, on days that they said Tachna. On days they didn't say Tachna, they didn't die. So they died 32 days. So as a, to symbolize that after 32 days they stopped dying, we celebrate Lag Boimer. But actually, they died on Lag Boimer. Because originally on Lag Boimer, they said Tachna. Igaras? They covered it up. So, and they say that actually this was a period from Pesach till uh, yeah, look, what we look, we know that Rabbi Kiva was for the Barakarcha revolt, but it's not explicit that that's what uh, took the lives of the students of Rabbi Kiva. But according to Maril, they died 32 days. Let's, Rabbi Shmuel, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to revisit it after. But according to Maril, there are 32 days that the students of Rabbi Kiva died. And on day 33, 
they, sta- they stopped dying. In other words, it's not that they didn't die on Lag Ba'imar. They died on Lag Ba'imar. But to signify they only died 32 days, so the, the, we celebrate Lag Ba'imar. So that's the well-known answer, right? If I would have woken you up in all the night and say, you know, Rabid, why do we celebrate Lag Ba'imar? The students of Rabbi Kiva stopped dying. Comes the Prichadash, and Prichadash says, this is the most absurd reason you could possibly imagine. That would be like celebrating, you know, on the day that the Germans finished massacring six million Jews. Let's celebrate. Why? Because they finished massacring. You know why they finished massacring? Because there's no one left to kill. So you're going to celebrate? Ah, oh, let's celebrate! The students of Rekiva stopped dying! Says the Prichadash, Miu Yesh Ladaktik, Vesim Chazu Lama, Vim Yishim Shabbaskum Ilamos, Mabekach, Haloy Loy Nishar Echod Mehem, there were no survivors! Vekula Mesu, Bishlama, let's say there were 12 survivors. So you could say, oh, Baruch Hashem, they stopped dying, and these were saved. But there were no survivors. Rabbi Kiva had exactly 24,000 students, and they all died. So you're celebrating they all died? What kind of celebration is that? So that's the typical reason given to celebrate Lag Boimer, but it's fundamentally very uh, problematic. So let's move on to the next reason. Right? If I were to ask you, well, no, there's a, very, there's a Kabbalistic reason why we celebrate Lag Boimer. What is it? It's a yard site. Who's the outside? Reb Shimon Bar Yechai. So one thing you need to know, and I'll tell you off the bat, there is no evidence that the Rashbi passed away on Lagmoin. Now that's not necessarily true. I just said it as a shocking, for the shock value in the beginning. But actually it is true. The Chida writes, there is no authentic source that the Rashbi passed away on Lagmoin. Now, if you look in Priyetzchayim, what do you mean? Priyetzchayim is Kisvei Ari, Reb Chaim Vital. Look in the Priyetzchayim. He says, I remember, they went, uh, my Rebbe, the Ari, went to the cover of the Rajbi and Reb Lezer and Meiron and Lagba Oimer, and I saw my Rebbe do it eight years that he went with his wife and his household. Now, that's very difficult in general. Reb Chaim Vital was only together with the Ari. Anybody know? Less than two years. Like um, a year and yeah, ten months. Two years and eight months. Yeah. So uh, he went for eight years? Okay. And he was there for three days. And not only that, Reb Chaim Vital writes um, about a certain... Uh, that the Ari went to give his son a haircut there. And then Rabbi Avram Halevi, his personal custom was, he would say Nachim in Birchas Vilushalayim. You know we say Nachim on Tishabav, right? But we, um, this Rabbi Avram would say Nachim in the Uvnei Yishalayim Rakhodesh from Herav Yameinu. No, I'm sorry. He would say Nachim in Tishgain, which is the Sephardic Vilushalayim Ercha Barachim and Tasha, right? How does Sephardim say Vilushalayim Ercha? I think, Tishkon, right? They said, how does it go? No? How does Vilushalayim Yerchah start in Nusach Eidut HaMizrach? I think Tishkon also. No? Okay. 
And then when he finished the tefillah, the Arizal said, in the name of the Rajvi, why are you saying Nachem on the day of my Simcha? You're going to say Nachem, you're going to need Nechama. And a month passed, and his son died. And he needed Nechama. Says Reb Chaim from here we see there's an Indian to go to Meiron. On Lag Vo'imer. Why? Ve'hatam shemes Rajbi b'yoyim Lag Vo'imer. Says Kisve Ari, the Rajbi passed away on Lag Vo'imer. Yeah, let's try that. Okay? So this is uh, in the Sefer Priyetz Chaim. Comes the Chida. Chida in Moira Be'etzva. Thank you. And Reish Chav Gimel. Here. The bracha goes, Tishkoin besoch Yerushalayim ircha kasher dibarta chisei davar azucha. Okay. Says the chida that on Lag Ba'omer you should be marbe besimcha lekavei the Rashi because it's his yard site and we know that he wants us to be gladdened on that day, like the story of Rabbi Avraham Alevi who said Nachim and he was punished, and other stories, and there are those who are knowing to learn on Leil Lag Ba'omer with ten people. And to learn about the Shivchei, the Rajbi, and that are scattered in the Zayar and the Idra, Vuminog it's a very nice minhag. So the Chida is codifying, based on Priyetz Chaim, that in fact Lagba Oimer is the yard site of the Rajbi. And the Chida reiterates this in the Berke Yosef Simon Tuf Tzadi Gimel. He says that. Um, he tells us the story in the Berke Yosef about Rabbi Avram who said Nachim and he was punished because it's the Yom Simcha of the Rajbi. And then he brings um, from the Sefer HaKavonois of Rabbi Shmuel Vital that the Rajbi's Ptir was on Lag Ba'omer and it's Yom Adihilula to uh, delay. And he says it could be that the Hakpada was only at the Tzioin but not in general. Bottom line is the Chida in two places goes with the common notion that the Rajvi passed away on Lag Ba'omer. But most say the Chida retracted. And in his final comment on the issue, concludes, there is no source that the yard site of the Rajvi is on Lag Ba'omer. The Chida writes in the Maris Ha'ayin, now don't tell anybody that we that we said this because it's going to be too difficult to swallow and to deal with. But so, Lamaisa. What was his basis for saying that it was? That's what he wrote. That's what the Priyetz Chaim wrote, which was from the Kisvei Maharchu, the Maharchu's Reb Chaim Vital. However, you, this is a very important Yisoid in Kisvei Arizal. Chida writes in Maris Ha'ayin. He quotes the Toiv Ayin. Um, that many people have a girsa that the Tamid Rebbe Kiva died ad prois ad saras. Listen to this. And this is what the Beis Yosef writes. That our Gemara says they died from Pesach until ad saras. Some have a girsa ad prois ad saras. Prois is 15 days. 15 days before Shavuos is Lag Oimer. That they died until Lag Oimer. But then you got to see the Chida. Chida says, that, that which I say in the Berke Yosef, some say the Rajbi died. Yes, the sum is the Priyetz Chaim. But everybody knows the writings of the Ari were Me'urbav. And there are many Ta'as Soifer. And the, old, the true Nusach of Kisvei Ari is the Chesha Arim. That was arranged by Rav Shmuel Vital, Rav Chaim's son. And there in Shar HaKavonois, he writes about the students of Rabbi Kiva dying at length in the time of the Oimer. And that Lag Bo'imer is the Simcha of the Rajbi. 
and he writes Al Pikabal what the source of the Simcha is. And pages and pages and pages. And not once does he say the Rajbi died. It says the Chida, it could be that Lag Boimer has nothing to do with the Rajbi because there's no source the Rajbi died. It says the Chida, you want to know the real reason for Lag Boimer? It could be what I wrote in the Sefer Toivayin. So a little known fact, the Chida concludes that we don't have authentic source, the Rajbi passed away on Lag Boimer. And I'm not here to tell you he didn't. I'm just telling you the Chida says that we don't have authentic source that he passed away. So here it is. We have this great day. The main reason everybody knows because as soon as Rebekah stopped dying, the Prechadr says, that's a ridiculous reason. You're going to celebrate they stopped dying? They stopped dying because nobody di- nobody is left to die. The other reason that everybody thinks Rebbe Shimon passed away, Chida says, is not sourced. So it, now we are understanding where the Chassam Sofer is coming from. Chassam Sofer says, no miracle happened on Lag Ba'imah. There's no mention of it in Shas, not mentioned in the Paiskim. I don't even know why we don't say Tachnan, says Chassam Sofer. Go to Lag go to Meiron, says Chassam Sofer. I would never go. That's what he writes. So the question is, so what is the reason for Lag Ba'imah? Huh? What? On Lag Ba'imah? No, any day of the year. Do you attend the wedding? Usually not. Why? It's Avelas. So, Okay, that's another major question that we're not going to get into. We have a, a major share on that topic. Even if you say it is a day he passed away, Shulchan Aruch says on the day Moshe passed away is a fast day. The day Yeshua passed away is a fast day. The day all the Nevi'im passed away are fast days. The day that Sadiqim passed away are fast days. Yom Shemei Spei Ava Ve'ima is a fast day. All of a sudden, Reb Shimon, it's a happy day. That's also a major question. Yeah. What? Baseball? Yeah, I'm saying uh, instead of going to Meiron, you know. Okay, so the question is, comes the Chida, and the Chida says very beautifully, after the 24,000 students of Rabbi Kiva stopped, die, uh, uh, stopped dying because they all died, what did Rabbi Kiva do? The Gemara says in Yavamas, he went to the south, and he taught five Talmidim. Who were they? Mesha, Rameir, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Shun, Rabbi Lazar. When did he start teaching these five Talmidim? Says the Chida, he probably started to teach them on Lag Ba'imer, on that very day that they stopped dying. So Lag Ba'imer is not celebrating the students stopped dying. Lag Ba'imer is celebrating the beginning of Taira Shabal Peh. If not for that gathering of these six Chachamim, we wouldn't have Taira today. So Lag Ba'imer has nothing to do with the students dying. It has everything to do with the, the restart, the reset of Rabbi Akiva. That's the Chiddush of the Chida. Right? So next time you have a bonfire, you should sing. Uh, now, Rabbi, um, the Chida says one of the five Talmidim that Rabbi Akiva taught was the Rajbi. But so was Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. He says, Umasha Oisin Simcha Balag Ba'imer Efshir de Rabbi Akiva Hayaklal Gado Batayra Vilamda Lechavdal Talmidim Umesu the Nishar Ha'ilam Shamein. The Yoim Lamed Gimel Hischal Hashan is the Rajbi Rameir Rabbi Yosi. By the way, the Prichadosh says the same thing. He says, "You want to know what Lag Ba'Imer is? 
It could be the simcha is for the Talmidim that he started to teach again after the students started to die, stop dying. So the one thing is, there's always more than meets the eye. You could, you could always take it to the bank that whatever many people think is not necessarily the real reason, but there are, there are many, many reasons. Many years ago, my uncle showed me, Rav Itchi Pinter showed me, in the writings of Ramami Pano, in the Sefer Mayan Ganim, that actually, even though we say the students of Akiva stopped dying because they're all dead, there was one survivor. Really? Who survived? 24,000 rabbis. They all passed away. So who survived? Ah, there was one survivor. Rabbi Akiva himself. It says, Ramami Pano, the Gezerah was on Rabbi Akiva. But Hashem saved him. So the Simcha of Lagba Oimer is that of the 24,000 students, one survived, and that was the Rebbe. The Rebbe survived. And the celebration of Lagba Oimer is the celebration of the survival of none other than Rebbe Akiva. Now, by the way, it hit me this week, Ha'ara Nefla. Let me share with you. The Chayz of Lublin asked, you know, I'm on uh, Tisha B'av, which, by the way, what's always the parsha of Tisha B'av, That the coming Shabbos? Is Vaschana. What do we lean on Tisha B'av? We lean from, from the Eschanan. Why? Even if it's not Monday or Thursday. It happens to be the leaning of Tisha B'av comes from the parsha that week. So the Chayz of Lublin explained as follows. That every... Laning has the character of that day. So if the laning for Tisha B'av was going to be, let's say, from Parshas Boy, then those Psukim would have a flavor of Tisha B'av. So then when you're laning Parshas Boy, you'd be bringing Tisha B'av into Parshas Boy. So then in the middle of the year, you'd be laning Boy, and there would be an influence of Tisha B'av. So Chazal didn't want that. So they made sure the laning of Tisha B'av should be the Parsha that anyway you, you lane that week. So, so I thought of the following. What day of the year is the day of Rabbi Akiva? When is Rabbi Akiva's yard site? Yom Kippur. Right? So then, what Parsha in the Torah has the most influence of Rabbi Kiva. Which parsha in the Torah is Hashpa of Rabbi Kiva? Achrei Mois. It's all about Yom Kippur. Achrei Mois is always the parsha that we lane before or around Lagbaimer. Why? Because Lagbaimer is a celebration of Rabbi Akiva. So we lane the parsha of Rabbi Akiva Achrei Mois. Achrei Mois is Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is the yard side of Rabbi Akiva. So it comes out remarkable that, and that's why the shear, even though it's very much in advance of Lag Bo'imer, but they have to have a shear on Lag Bo'imer and Achrei Mois. Achrei Mois is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, so that's the fourth reason for Lag Bo'imer. The Prichadash asked, well, you're, you're celebrating that the students stopped dying because there's no one left to die. No, there was one person, Rabbi Akiva. 
Answer number five. She's a Katlanas. And her husband dies, and the, each one dies. And yeah. fourth husband marries? No, not only no. that, there's a question of a third husband right. to marry her. Right. Yeah. So 24,000 students die from Rabbi Akiva. Can five students go and learn from them? He wasn't married to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think the real mention was that they ran to from him. That's why he had to go find them. Did they what? They ran away from him because they didn't want to die. And he had to go, he had to, when he, so Rabbi Akiva left to go teach them. Where was he leaving to? Why he just mean the other away? five? Other five ran away from him. No, he's right. Uh huh. I mean, they were survivors. They, they ran away. They didn't want to get killed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, Answer number five. The human lifespan is usually how long? Seventy years. First twenty years, you're not a baroinchen. So, how many years are there of the? body of life, so to speak. 50 years. 50 years. The Gemara says that somebody dies at age 52, that's the death of who? Shmuel Haramasi. Shmuel died at age 52. Why did Shmuel die at age 52? Was it that he was taken young? Chana davened raglei chasid of Yishmar. That once the majority of life passes and you didn't sin, then you're not going to sin. At what age do we say the majority of life has passed? Well, the first 20 years don't count. Life consists basically of 16, 16, and 16 years. Three groups of 16. Once you've done 32 years after 20, and you haven't sinned, you're good to go. Shmuel died at age 52 because that indicated he already went through the majority of his life and he didn't sin, so now he's guarded, he's safe. Age 52 means you've done roiv of, of your life, the majority of life, two-thirds of life has passed. Says Marsha, Sviras HaOimer is a microcosm and a paradigm for life in general. So, the 49 days of Sphira are 16, 16, and 16. One doesn't count. Once you've done 32 days of Sphira and you made it through without sinning, then it's a simcha that you, that you know that this microcosm of life will reflect that your life will not be sinful. And the same way Shmuel at age 52 meant his, he was safe, he will never sin, once we pass 32 days, now listen to this. What, what day of the year was the world created? Chafhei Adar. 20 days takes you to the first day of Pesach. So the first 20 days, that's like the first 20 years of life. They don't count. You know, we were young. We were lechtech acharei ba'midbar zarua. Those first 20 days of our spiritual existence don't count. When do they count? They start after the first day of Pesach. If we count 16 days, and another 16 days. That means we've done the majority of the Sphira, then we're Basimcha, that we know that we're good to go with the rest of it. That's how the Masha explains the Simcha of Lagba Aymar. It reflects the life in general. The Masha went with the first Sphira? Why? 
Yeah, yeah but it has nothing to do with Avelos. It's not connected to Avelos. Not connected to Avelos. But we'll see about that. Answer number six. This is something we spoke about in past years. This is a great discovery of the Chassam Seifer, which is against the Gemara. The Gemara explicitly says not like this, but the Chassam Seifer says and asserts that the Medrash disagrees with the Gemara. When the Jews left Egypt, what did they eat? Matzah. How much matzah do they have? After three days, what did they eat? Man? No. The man didn't fall yet. What did they eat for you know when they left before the man fell? Yeah. Leftovers. The yam, yam yams. Yam yams and they had the fruits. Yeah, because I'll say fruits. How many? I mean, how long does the fruit last? Nowadays, bananas like uh, three hours. Boxer. <laughs> what did they eat? So Chazal say. The Ugois they took out of Mitzrayim lasted for how long? 30 days. Great. Then what did they eat? Man. Was there any downtime between when the cookies ran out and the man fell? Presumably, the minute the cupboard was empty, the kids were, you know, what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? You know, imagine if there was something called Pesach Hotels. Imagine if such a thing existed. Imagine if they had a tea room. Imagine what would happen if somebody went to the tea room and there was no food in it. Would they say, you know, it's okay I spent tens of thousands of dollars on the program. I'll wait patiently until the next time they replenish the tea room. Maybe. (laughs) Right? How long do you think it would last for people not to have food? According to the Gemara, they complained immediately and the man came right away. On Tesvav Iyar. However, the Chassam Soifer says, the Medrash says, they went three days without bread. Huh? There's no such Medrash. There's no such Medrash. The Medrash doesn't say that. The Medrash, the Pasuk says, they went three days without water after they left Mitzrayim. So what does the Chassam Soifer mean? The Medrash says they went three days without bread. What he's referring to is a medrash that says Hashem never puts the righteous in a, a difficult predicament more than 72 hours. And that seems to refer to them not having food. So that means that from the time the cookies ran out until the month fell, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th of ER. You know what happens on the 18th of ER? The month fell for the Jewish people. I, the Gemara says Tezvav, the Medrash says Yudchaz. Which Medrash? The Medrash says that Hashem never puts Tzadikim in difficulty for more than three days. Therefore, when the Chassam Sefer started, he says, why are we celebrating Lag Bo'emer? A Yomtif? For a Yomtif you need a miracle. What miracle happened? According to the Chassam Sefer himself, the miracle is the falling of the man. The man fell on Lag Bo'emer. And the Chassam Sefer reiterates this Chidosh in Shalasut Shuvah's Chassam Soifer Reish Lamed Gimel and in Jerusha's Chassam Soifer where he says on the words Usfartem Lachem Mimachras HaShabbos Miyoyim Haviyachem Es Oimer Oimer is the 33rd letter Don't you not you don't celebrate any Nisan that happened out of Eretz Yisrael? Anani Yaakov it happened out of Eretz Yisrael right? Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim happened out of Eretz Yisrael actually 
There's no miracle that we celebrate. Every single miracle that ever happens is celebrated for, you know, Adversa, we don't say Hallel. The more in Erech but what about Yitzhak's time? Before we went in, you know, we cut. Now, Wait, what did you say with the 33rd letter? You're raising an, an, an opportunity, a question on a, <laughs> the right day. <laughs> but, um, what? what, what? Oh, listen to this. Usfartem lochem mimachas hashas yamachemes oimer, oimer ayin memresh is the 33rd letter in that pasuk, indicating that on day 33, the man which was, a, was, which was an oimer of measurement, fell on that on the 33rd day. Okay, so that's another um, possible simcha for Lagba Oimer. Now what that has to do with bonfires and baseball and barbecues, man, man. Okay. Here's another shot, an amazing offering of the Chsam Soifer, number seven. The last five Perushim and Lagba Oimer all come from the Chsam Soifer who was the one who said the Taima Gufaloyadana, which means Sam Soifer knew all these reasons, and he's saying on a halachic level, he doesn't feel like they justify having a yamta for, for any of these reasons. The Zoya Kodesh says like this. When, when was Lagban reinstituted? When was Sephira reinstituted? When was Sephira? It was a man by the name of Moses. God said, Come up to the mountain. Moses comes up to the mountain. <laughs> God says, Moshe, tell the Jewish people that they need to count Sfirah Sa'imah. So from the second year after they left. Right away. Now, were they able to shave in year one? No. They didn't have shavers in the Midbar. No, but but they were not able to. If you look in the Rishonim, the Avelos of Sfirah fundamentally has nothing to do with the students of Rabbi Kiva. No. It's, a, it's a shas din in general because of Kabbalah Satayra. But we don't tell people that, so don't tell anybody. We tell people it has to do with the students of Rabbi Akiva. But now I'm going to get to your end. I'm going to get to your Chadosh. Uh, the Zohar HaKadosh says that after seven days of Tumah is Brismila. Brismila, we know, is when the Neshama comes into the Jewish person. Now, when you move into a house, it takes time to get settled. Why? Because, you know, first you go to sleep, you hear in the morning, at 3 a.m. the birds are chirping, you know, and then the next day at 4 a.m. The, the walls are creaking, and, you know, it takes time to get used to a house. Same thing with the soul. It takes time for the soul to settle in a person. How long does it take? The soul is not settled in a person until after the 33rd day. That's what you said before. So after the Mila, when the Neshama comes, it takes 33 days for the soul to come into a person. So what does that have to do with Lag Bhagavan? Who cares? Wait, so it's after the Mila, so that's 40 days. So it comes on day 40. Okay, so but, uh, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't. So first of all, what this has nothing to do with Lag Boimer, because there's no Mila going on here. Yeah, there is, because the year the Jewish people came out, came out of Egypt, they had a bris Mila. When, on Tesfos Nisan. So after 33 days 
on the 34th day after the bris, which is the 33rd day of the Omer, because the first day is not part of the Omer, that's when the Neshama HaKadosha settles in the body. So Lagba Omer is a celebration of the Neshama's habitation of the Guf. It's the day the Neshama is finally operating on all cylinders in the Jewish people. Since when? The very first bris milah in Jewish history. Okay? So that's another answer of the Chassam Seifer. Answer number eight. You ready for this? This is Ayah Menaira. So there are 48 days of Svira, and then there's a 49th day, and says the Chassam Seifer represents as follows. How many crowns are there? Kesar Taira. Ah, three. Kesar Taira. Kesar Kehuna. And Kesar Malchus. And Kesar Shemtov Ola Al So you have 48 ways of wisdom. Says Achsam Seifer. The first 16 days of the Omer are Keneged Taira. Do we have Taira today? We have Torah any time, but do we actually have Torah? Not really. Very shvachamaisas. The Gemara Chagiga says they used to have 600 Siddharam of Mishnah. Today we have six. So we're not doing too good in, in the Torah department. We barely have. The Pasik says in Eicha, Malkaha v'sareha bagoyim ain Torah. There's no Torah. We have a little bit. A little bit of Torah. That's the first 16 days of Sfirah. Those days, some people keep, some people don't keep it. Does that, who, who keeps, today almost everyone does the first sphera. I'm not telling you which one I usually keep. But um, this year you can't tell because there was a Rosh Chodesh, so it throws everybody off. So nobody knows what sphera I'm keeping. I like to, I like it that way. But in general, in general, Moshe said the Iker sphere is the second sphere. But the first sphere is connected to Tyra. Tyra, we're Ba'avelis. We don't really have Tyra. Next 16 days, everyone keeps. What's the next 16 days? Avoida. Kahuna. Do we have Avoida today? There's no Avoida today. That's why that's the Iker Sphira. And then after Lag Boimer is Gemilos Chasodim. Gemilos Chasodim we still have today. You heard the Rav Shailoa? It's a good, it's a good one. The Megal Amukai says, Hashem told Abraham b'chach Yaakov Yaakov Avinu's Mida Torah, not going to be till the end of time. Yitzchak's Mida Avoida, not going to be till the end of time. Avram Avinu's Chesed will be till the end of time. The last, last 16 days is, is, is Gemilas Chasadim. And the Chassam Soifer seems to be going with the first Svira. So the last 16 days, is, 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 we're fine, it's Simcha, because Gemilas Chasadim we have. And therefore, Lagba Oimer is a day of great Simcha, because Lagba Oimer celebrates the 16 days that represent Gemilas Chasadim that will last until the end of time and is unaffected by the Chorban and is one of the Amudei Oilam, which was never diminished. Therefore, the gematria of Lamid Gimel, which is Bimiluai, Lamid Mem Dalid, 
Gimel Mem Lamed is 147, which is the years of Yaakov. Just like Yaakov Loy Meis, Gamilos Chasodim Lo Yisbatel Oilam. And Erev Shvuas is Keser Shem Toiv Oila Al Gabehem. So if you want to know what's the Simcha of Lag Bo'imer, it's the Simcha of Chesed was never diminished. Really? That's why, that's why I have a barbecue to celebrate Chesed? Pal, whatever the reason is, we're telling you it's a Yamtif and, and, and celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. But that's the reason of the Samsara. Celebration of the Amud of Chesed, which was never diminished. Torah, diminished. Avoida, diminished. Chesed never diminished. Just like Yaakov never died, Chesed never died. That's the whole thing. That's what, nothing to do with Yaakov. Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah. Good, you, you, you hopped on that. It's, just like Yaakov never died, Chesed never died. I almost had it past you. No, you know. No, no. Okay. That's what, but it's not me, so that's what some services. Number nine, this is very beautiful. We know that Lagbomer has something to do with learning the secrets of the Torah. There is a tradition, you know, even though we said the Chidah says there that uh, we don't know that the Yoimah the Yilula of the Rashbi is on Lag Bo'imer, but that's sort of the Messiah and Klai saw. The Bnei Saschar brings that he died on Lag Bo'imer, the Bnei Saschar says a Chidah, so probably he was born on Lag Bo'imer, the Bnei Saschar says. And on that day that he died, he taught the Idra to the world, he taught a good chunk of the Zayar to the world. Sam Soifer says the number 33 is always a day of Kedusha. It's always a yom of Kedusha. Hashem created the world with 32 pathways of Chachma. How do we know that? In Parshas Bereshis, in the first chapter, Eloi Kim, how many times? 32 times. The Sefer Yitzhira writes, Belamid, Bez, Nesivois, Puyois, HaChachma, Hashem created the world. After 32 comes Toiv. There's a famous B'nai Yisachar. I'm not, I'm not going through it right now. But the days of Sfira are Lev, Taiv. Lev is 32. Taiv is 17. First you have 32 days of wisdom. Taiv represents the good, the light of the Torah. We know Ein Or, light, is Taiv. Bayar Alekim is Ha'ar Ki Taiv. After 32, that's when you get the secrets of the Torah. Says Sam Soifer, the Remez is Gal Enai Vaabita Niflois. Gal on day thirty-three, Vaabita Niflois could be read how? Nun plois the fifty the Sharnun. On day thirty-three, you could crack the Sharnun. In fact, the Chsam Soifer says Yudvav. Spell out Yudvav, the Milua, Yudvav Dalit, Vav Alavav is Gematria 33. Likewise, Bnei Saschar says that the Ar Haganos Hashem hid in the Torah. That Ar is called Taiv. Therefore, if the Ar Haganos is hidden in the Torah, and that Ar is called Taiv, Taiv days before Kabbalah's HaTorah, the secrets of the Torah begin to glimmer. That's the Pshat Gal Enai, on the 33rd day of the Oimer, I could comprehend the secrets of the Torah. The joy of Lag Oimer is on that day, you could comprehend the secrets of the Torah. And that's Maruma's in this week's parasha. 
So if you wanted to know why we're talking about Lag Ba'imer on Parshat Nachimah, first of all, Lag Ba'imer is the day uh, we're celebrating whose salvation? Rabbi Akiva. And Achrei Mois is the Hashba of Rabbi Akiva. It's his yard site. There's an amazing Ibn Ezra on this week's Parsha. What's Azazel? You know that very mysterious goat? You take the goat and you throw it off a cliff. The Ibn Ezra says, you want to know what Azazel is? He says, Yechoyles lahaven hasoid. If you want to know the secret of Azazel, Shehu achar milas Azazel. After the letters Azazel. Which, by the way, Mekobalim say, if you take the word Azazel and then you take the letters after it, it becomes Pei, Ches, Bez, Ches, Mem, Gematria Chames, meaning the, the Yetzir Hara. And if you take the word Midbar and you take the letters after it, you get Nun, Hei, Gimel, Shem, Nachash, and then the, uh, Ibn Ezra says, I'm now going to reveal to you part of the secret of the Azazel. When you get to 33, you'll know it. This is one of the most cryptic lines in all of the writings of probably the most cryptic Rishayim. When you get to 33, you'll understand the Azazel. So some commentaries say it means if you count 33 psukim from the word Azazel, you get the Pasuk. The Azazel is Sawyer Shalesaf. But the Satmar Rebbe said, and this will be understandable based on the Chassam we just said, the Satmar Rebbe said, you know what the Ibn Ezra means? When you get to 33, you'll understand it. And when you get to the 33rd day of the Oymar, which is the day that you could understand the secrets of the Torah, because then you'll understand the Sa'ir La'azazam. Okay, interesting. And then, reason number 10. Reason number 10 will also fit in very beautifully with this week's Parsha. says, Achsam Soifer, I said earlier, Lamed Gimel is Gematria 147, the years of Yaakov, that's if you spell Gimel, Gimel Mem Lamed. But what if you spell Gimel, Gimel Yud Mem Lamed? Then it's equal 157. 157 is the Gematria of Zakain. What's a Zakain? It refers to the beard or the the old elderly, which in Kabbalah refers to Ratzoin Ha'elyon, which is a reference to Yom Says Chasam Soifer, Lag Ba'omer has the Kayach of Rachamim of Yom Kippur. Lag Lamid Gimel B'Miluay is Gematria 157. Zakan or Zakain, which refers to Ratzoin, which is a reference to Yom Kippur. Lag Ba'omer has the Kayach of Yom Kippur. Now, according to what we learned, that Lag Ba'omer is the celebration of the salvation of Rabbi Akiva. So it comes out very beautiful that it has the Kayach of Yom Kippur because just like Yom Kippur is the day of the Hashba of Rabbi Akiva, so Lag Boimer is the day Rabbi Akiva was saved. So therefore Lag Boimer has the Kayach of Yom Kippur, which may be another reason why we read Pashas Achrimois in preparation of Lag Boimer. Because Lag Boimer is the day of the salvation of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva's day is Yom Kippur. And therefore we read about Yom Kippur 
as that is a equal and a commensurate day to Lag Ba'imah. So here we go. Executive summary of the ten reasons for Lag Ba'imah. Number one, the students of Yekiva stopped dying. Number two, perhaps it's the yard side of Rav Shem Bar Yechai. Number three, Rabbi Akiva started to teach Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar. Number four, Rabbi Akiva was saved. Number five, the Marsha. You pass through the majority of Sphira. That means, that signifies that you won't come to sin in your lifetime. Number six, the Mun fell. Number seven, the Neshama was settled in the Jewish people after their Vesmila. Number eight, the 16 days of Gemilas Chasodim that never died. Just like Yaakov Avinu. Number nine. On this day, we could begin to comprehend the secrets of the Torah. And finally, number ten. Lag Lamed Gimel is Gematria Zakon. It is commensurate with the power of Yaimaki Purim. So even though the Chassam Sefer says, the time of Gufalo Yadana, he only provided five reasons in tonight's shir for so you see it's a very busy day and also I'll tell you number 11 I didn't say the last survivors were liberated from the Holocaust from which camp? Dachau when? April 29th 1945 but a few of the survivors weren't in Dachau because they were on a death march and three days later May 1st the last survivors were liberated from the Holocaust, including my grandfather, who was liberated in 1945 on Lag So the last survivors of the Holocaust were liberated on the Yoim Harotzain, on the day of Rachamim on Lag So if you don't like one of the reasons, that could be reason number 10. Okay.